You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Tavares did things differently from how I did things. And that doesn't mean that my way is wrong or his way is wrong. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's just different. Emotionally, you can be unattached. You know, you guys can be doing great spiritually. Finances can start going well. Everything can go well. Business can go well. But the emotional attachment can easily be broken. And that's when temptation starts. You start worrying. That's when you start getting aggravated. And something as simple as a sock on the ground can turn into World War III. Dear young married couple, you're in a busy season of your life. You're probably working and involved in ministry. On top of that, you might even be parents or students. You're maxed, but you really want to stay connected in your marriage. And that's why we're bringing this podcast to you. I'm Adam King. And I'm Carissa King. And we work with busy couples just like you in our counseling office here in Sacramento, California. We also work with couples all over the world through online counseling and our couples are really just looking for ways to communicate with each other more effectively. Some of them are looking to heal from a breach in trust or find direction in fulfilling the purpose that God has for them. So come and join us as we have a conversation. We'll talk with therapists, authors, pastors, and other couples who will pour into us, giving us tools to become more intimately connected, get adventurous, and find purpose. So we are here today with Tavares and Safa Gray. It's the Mr. and Mrs. behind Godly Dating 101. It's a fantastic resource for those that are dating. Um, they have almost a million followers because they post practical advice, food for thought, and um, they view the relationship, the dating relationship, through the lens of our relationship with God. And so they are they're awesome people to follow. Godly Dating 101. So thank you so much for being here with us, you guys. It's our no pleasure. Problem. Yes, it's definitely a pleasure. So we're going to jump into some practical tips for premarital couples and then also for married couples. Um, but first, we just want to hear about your dating adventures, how you met, um, and then the why behind Godly Dating Ministry. You want to start? I'll start with a how you met okay. and Tavares can do the why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so Tavares and I met in 2010. Um, so yeah, we run in the same circles, or we ran in the same circles when we were when we first met. So we have a lot of the same friends, and I used to visit his church, and I used to see him all the time. But his church is a, it was a big church, and so I really didn't pay him much mind, and vice uh, versa, you didn't pay me any mind either. You don't know that. <laughs> so, um, and then one day we went to a church uh, that we both used to visit on occasions and I was doing a spoken word there and he saw me and he enjoyed the spoke, spoken word. God is good. <laughs> and he literally messaged me on Facebook. That is how, <laughs> that is how it started. And, you know, I mean, he would just say, you know, hi, I love your poem. He used to call me breathe girl. Cause that was the name of the poem. And to send me like other, you know, poetry uh, videos so that I can watch. And um, in 20, 2011, uh, we, we tried to, you know, see if we could explore a relationship together. Fail. 
and um it just didn't work out <laughs> we i think we talked for like two months approximately two months but it was just the wrong time um we were both young and immature and it was the right person but the wrong time and at the time i didn't even know that was that was i you know i didn't after after our relationship or our short relationship i didn't even think about you know us like that anymore he was just my friend and vice versa <laughs> or maybe not maybe I'm, not. Kidding, I'm kidding maybe maybe he did think about it but i mean years down the road we remained friends and i i went off to college i i went to tampa and twice went off to the military and we still kept in touch and every so often uh when he came home i would and i, I was in town um we would hang out uh with other friends of course um and you know um we would just text and talk on the phone even when he was in the military uh, overseas and I was at college. And one day he, you know, I, I don't even remember what he said, but I said, you're not serious for real. Like he, he doesn't want a relationship. He's just, you know, being, being a me. guy in my head. And it was the first guy um, that I've ever said something like that to or that has tried to um, talk to me and came out plainly and said, no, I would like to see where this goes. Um, you know, I would, I would, you know, if it, if it went far, you know, I'm considering marriage one day and not necessarily like to me specifically, but you know, he, I knew where his, he wasn't about the games. Let's just put it like, that. and I appreciated how mature he was, how, how mature he stepped to me and, um, let me know his intentions were real. And so I decided I'm gonna give him a chance. I mean, I, I knew people from his church. So of course I inquired, I was like, do you guys think that I should talk to him again? You know, like, and everybody vouched for him. Everybody was like, he's a great guy. You guys should see where it goes. And yeah, so we, we started dating while he was in the military, which was really tough. Um, and long distance relationship, yeah, that was really, rough. really tough. And he went on a deployment. So I didn't hear from him for six months that set us on a little rock. Um, but I mean, through it all, uh, he he maintained that his intentions were what they were. Like, I knew he wasn't playing any games. And so that's why I stuck with him, even though I was like, I do not want to be a military wife. <laughs> um, but I felt like, I don't know, I felt like it was just God leading me into this relationship. And so I, I was like, well, I'm going to pray about it. It might be hard. It might not be what I thought it would be. Um, as far as the situation and circumstances were, but I was like, it's worth it. If this is what God has for me, then it's worth it. So now you're living your best life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, I love I'm it. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you mentioned the, the why behind Godly Dating 101. Yeah. So it wasn't something I specifically set out to do. My brother and I, we, you know, we love social media. So we're always posting and we had a Twitter account. Because every time we say something, it'll like be popular, but it'll be controversial. You know what I mean? Mm. So we created that call anointed misfits. So our, <laughs> our, our whole purpose was to say stuff people refuse to say. Uh, it, like, we don't care whether it's the doctrine or it's the way you're living. People needed to say it, you know, so we'd always say stuff. Okay. But I realized that the more I spoke about relationships, it was a massive turnout. Always questions. Always somebody, mm. you know, like, hey, can you dive deeper into that? You know, so... I won't say I got a dream, but, you know, but I went to my brother and I was like, I really think God wants me to create a relationship account. And he's like, you know, I'm not posting as much anymore, you know, so if you feel that's what you're going to do, then, you know, go ahead and do it. So I created an account, put Golly Dating 101 just because it's 
golly dating i put 101 because i thought every class in college was 101 like i, I didn't i just knew i'd be teaching stuff and you know just like oh sure you know but that was in like 2013 and okay. then i realized it kind of just hit the ground running like so you guys weren't married yet at that point yeah, it was, it was, it was no, like people like to ask me, what was your strategy? What, what were, it was like, really God was the one behind all of it. Mm-hmm. Like I'll go to bed and it's 1000 followers and I wake up to 7,000 because awesome. some celebrities saw something they shared. And now is a bunch of people asking questions wow. and nice. you know, it was always something, you know, so it was just a matter of a God thing. And, you know, wow. so how much of just- when you posted was like you, your interaction with Safa, then you're like, Oh, that's good. And you post it. <laughs> I think that's when it really blew up. Yeah. Because people like to see that you're you're living what you preach. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we're all, he was, you know, posting about relationships. And of course, you know, it seems like he knows what he's talking about it, but to see him in a relationship that's actually working. Mm-hmm. I think people love to see that, you know. Totally. Godly <clears throat> right. And I feel like it was people probably didn't trust it at first. Well, I didn't let people know who was behind it. So a lot of people were seeing it, but I, you know, I'm, I never posted myself for like the first four or five years. So no one really, really but I would just say things and it's like, okay, well, you know, there it is. I was praying, and, you know, God brought a subject to me, you know, and after praying, then it's like a lot of thoughts would go to my head and I posted it. And then it's a, it's a matter of, you know, if you don't like it, then is it a matter of, is it because I'm being carnal with it? Or was it a matter of, you don't want to face the truth, you know? So it was a lot of things that it brought truth to me as well, you know, not just, you know, to others. It was also with things I struggle with, but I'll be willing to post because just because I'm trying to hide a sin, no, you have to expose it, you know, to get past it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just try to address anything that I felt was real that people wanted to address. So good. Because there are a lot of stigmas. Yeah. Behind um dating relationships that we don't talk about often yeah i know that you probably had a lot of time to reflect on dating and you know what's behind it what would you say for those so let's talk about before marriage dating before marriage um but what would you say now looking back um what would be the objective what's the purpose what should we keep in the forefront of our mind as a person that's not married, what we should be, you know, be working on and looking for? Oh, I'd say um, the main thing is to, to be able to respect that person as a sister, respect that woman as a sister and her to respect them as a brother, because I feel like a lot of times we have a end game in mind, but in reality, it's not marriage. You know, it's thinking of, well, you may think, and sometimes pure intentions were, oh, so I can just hook up mm-hmm. and then, hookup can end up in something way down the line, you know? So I feel like it's a matter of learning, you know, how to pursue someone and it's not out of boredom or it's not because everyone else is dating, Mm. you know? So it's a matter of, I should be able to know this should be leading to marriage, you know? So if it's not something that's going that way, I shouldn't be just wasting time until I figure it out, you know? So Mm -hmm. I feel like the, the main thing a lot of times is, you know, people just, you know, go with the flow. Cause I know a lot of times I was picked on because, okay, you're growing up in church and everyone else is having sex. What are you doing? You know? And it's a matter of like, I thought we weren't supposed to, <laughs> you know, and then you're like, Oh, you're this, you're that, you know what I mean? You get called kind of names and it's just like, well, I'm trying to do things the way I feel. This is the way God is leading us, you know? So I feel like it's a matter of understanding 
you know, like the Bible says, you know, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. You know what I mean? And trying to have that, that respect for God. And when you have that respect for God, then you'll respect the person you're with. You know what I mean? So even if you're in a tempting situation, like, J- like Joseph, you know, how can I do this and sin against God? It's a matter of trying to avoid that temptation, you know? Mm-hmm. So whether you guys are officially dating or you're trying to date someone, just understanding that there's a need to respect them because you want them to get closer to God, right. whether you guys last or you break up. So good. And so. I also think another thing to keep at the forefront of your mind is that it is godly dating. I mean, this is we're talking about godly dating, but remember that you are supposed to find or, you know, find someone who you can glorify God with. That's the whole, that's the whole point of marriage. It's not about us. Yeah. It's about God. And my mom always told me to find a guy <clears throat> or marry a guy that loves God more than he loves you because then you'll never have to worry about anything. And doesn't sag his pants. And doesn't sag his pants. <laughs> that was a big thing for my mom. I when I first told her that Tavares and I was dating, were dating, uh-huh. I never brought a guy to her ever. Uh-huh. <laughs> or my parents, any of my parents, uh, my mom or my dad. And I said, um, Tavares and I are dating. And she was like, well, I hope he doesn't sag his pants. I guess she didn't know what to say because we never had a conversation before. So that was her thing. <clears throat> But yeah, just to find someone that you know you can glorify God with, someone that you you can grow with in God. I think that's the most important thing because if you're married and you're not glorifying God, then what's the point? Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So right. What are some good premarital boundaries? So for couples who are dating before marriage, what are some things they should look out for and maybe be practical with this one? What are some boundaries that they can abide by? Um, I, I'd say one of the most important things is accountability, you know, so I had a mentor and he not, wasn't even married, you know what I mean? And he's giving me advice about how this stuff should work. And a lot of people are saying, how are you taking advice from a single guy? When in reality, most talking about dating in the Bible was from Paul, you know, about marriage who no one can tell me he was married. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) It was, it was the fact that he's letting me know, like, Hey, you know what I mean? I understand you messed up in this way, but this is how we avoid it. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it was a matter of having somebody there to be accountable with, you know, and um, outside of accountability, I think it's smart to try to do double dates as much mm-hmm. as you can. Nice. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you'll be alone and that's when I'd recommend, you know, public settings, not like a movie theater or wherever you can, you know, get in a tempting situation. But mm-hmm. I feel like it's, it's best when you can have another couple to lean on, you know, because... It can it can go from just a simple touch mm-hmm. to a massive spark that leads yeah. you down the wrong road. But if you're around another couple and you, you understand that they're living a godly life, it's like, man, we need to try to strive to do better, you know, or we need to set an example mm-hmm. for them, you mm-hmm. know. So it's just a matter of keeping yourself accountable. Um, I think that would be the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, That's good. I agree. I agree with everything you just said, and um, also, you know, you saying that you know it's good to have like go out and like double dates and stuff like that. Um, I think that was one of the things that Tavars and I struggled with uh, when we were dating Um, simply because, and this is real, like I'm touchy feely. And yes, you know, I never experienced sex before I I was a virgin until I was married, but I just, you know, like being touched and we were alone and Tavars touched me when then that's it. Like, you know, (laughs) my mind takes me somewhere else. And so we put, we literally had like a, um, a sheet of boundaries <laughs> that, nice. that we put together um that we had that. to abide by and keep each other accountable yeah um with so that you know we wouldn't fall into any 
anything. That's you know? such good advice. We're married and, yes. you know, so. Because <clears throat> principles are great, right? Like we all talk yeah. about principles, but when you do something like that, because I'm super fan of, of writing things down yeah. to make those principles explicit, just like boom, 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 boom. Like right. this is where, and if we cross that, we know when we crossed it mm-hmm. and we have to hold each other accountable. But also if you have that mentor, that mentor could come alongside you and say, Hey, did you cross that? Right. Yeah, right. definitely. Mm-hmm. Because you know, you'll ignore it or you'll cross it off the list or you'll try to pretend, it, mm-hmm. Oh, this is just that one time, yep. you know? So I think another big <laughs> issue um, that we had to address with ourselves was a matter of, and just being real, you know what I mean? If, mm-hmm. If they unsubscribe, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but just make it because I love pictures. You know what I mean? So it's just like, hey, so, you know, I'm not asking random girls. So it's like, can you send me a picture? You know what okay. I mean? And it's a matter of understanding you should set that boundary because the pictures can easily end up in no clothes at all. Right. You know what I mean? Totally. So it's a matter of how, how are you trying to view them? And if you're only going to view them in a lustful way, then you're not aiming towards marriage. It's really just towards the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Right. Ooh, that's good. That is so good. Yeah. Way to be real. Appreciate the transparency. And Safa, I like what you said a little bit ago about that uh, Tavares made his intentions known. Yeah. Um, Can you speak a little bit like the difference between the guys you were talking about before that didn't and how he did it in a way that really spoke to you? Because I think this is where some people do fail. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. They definitely do. Um, but when I was single and uh, I'm not trying to brag on myself, but a, a few other people from Tavares church, they, uh, they, we they were, it. you know, they were trying to talk to me, you know, they're always texting me and I was so naive. Like I, I swore <laughs> up and down. These people didn't like me. They're just being friends. And, you know, like I really just thought, you know, they were just really nice for, for no reason at all. I just thought they wanted to be my friends. Um, and uh, once I got, <laughs> Once I started talking to Tavares, not many people knew because, you know, I wanted to make sure this is who I wanted to be with before I let the whole world know or, you know, so I was very um, private, I guess. Yeah. Um, but once people started finding out that Tavares was who I was with, I got a lot of upset um, friends, <laughs> guy friends, or so I thought they were. And I was asked, you know, why didn't you give me a chance? Because I didn't know. Like you said, absolutely. <laughs> yes, you text me every day. Yes, yes, you call me from time to time, but I am not going to just assume. What are yeah. your intentions? I'm not asking mm-hmm. you anything. If you want to talk to me, you let me know. Hey, Safa, can we, you know, you know, I, I, I like you. I'd like to get to know you. Um, I would like to take you out. Um, I would like to see if this would lead somewhere. You know, say something. So good. Um, yeah. I'm not, I'm not just going to assume that you want to talk to me or you, you want more than just a friendship right. just because you text me every day. And mm. it just, it just, to me, I loved that you know, he, he stated that he stood up for that. And, you know, he made his intentions known, like he said exactly why he was here. And he that's wasn't risky. just texting me every day. He, mm-hmm. me every day. he wanted a relationship. Yeah. <clears throat> requires vulnerability. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. That was a terrifying moment there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I think that's um, the big difference. A lot of people I feel, and I, <clears throat> and this goes, I say this to girls all the time or ladies all the time. Like just because a guy texts you doesn't mean he's interested just because he texts you every day. What kind of, why, like how interested is he? He hasn't expressed anything to you. 
he could be talking to a million other people for all exactly. you know. That means nothing. Yep. So unless he states, th- or unless she states, you know, I, I say don't assume anything. Mm-hmm. Unless they come clear about their intentions. So yeah. I, I really appreciate that about Tavares. Mm. Love that. Bravo. <laughs> yeah, I really like that. It, you know, it's funny that you, you say that because um, we had a long distance relationship. Um, we were traveling around with my parents in a 43 foot trailer and doing that whole, you know, evangelistic field while I was back here in California. And, um, I had never met, made my intentions known to Carissa, but we kind of intuitively knew, but that's not the best way because that almost broke us up. Mm -hmm. When I came back, she's like, you've never asked me. You haven't made your, I was like, I thought it was clear. <laughs> so I think now looking back, I see how wise that was Tavares mm-hmm. to do that mm-hmm. because, you know, she, she doesn't know if I'm talking to other people, if I'm being true to her, you know, like mm-hmm. that I'm, it's not just a friendship that I'm kind of trying to hold three girls at the same time. It's like, no, I want to get to know you and see where that goes. Mm-hmm. I think that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. All right, you guys. Well, we've talked a little bit about uh, premarital dating. Now we want to talk about dating as a married couple. <laughs> so um, why is it important? What is the goal of dating as a married couple? I once heard someone say, the devil is going to do everything he can to get you to do what you shouldn't while you're single mm-hmm. and not while you're married. <laughs> that he tries, to get, he tries everything to get you to stop doing what you should be doing. And I feel like the goal... The goal should never be long-term dating. It should be a long-term marriage, you know? And a lot of times everyone is trying to, you know, get on dates because you're trying to impress that person. You dress up, you're fancy, you know what I mean? Then you get married and now... That's it. That's it. <laughs> you see them in PJs and now they're just a, a random guy, a random girl. You, it's, it's no flair. And I feel like it's important because if you don't... I, I, won't, I won't just say take care of yourself, but if you don't let your spouse feel appreciated, if you don't like, hey, babe, let's go out to eat or... Or, you know, one is just slaving away in the kitchen every day, then, you know, you can easily feel taken for granted. You know, so I feel like it's important because you want to make sure that, you know what I mean, it things just never become common or never just yeah, become a ritual. Yeah, I feel like that makes it interesting. I know some couples, they go out on dates and, you know, do random little games in, in the store, you know, like they're watching people or whatever it is, just, <laughs> just being young again. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I would hate that. We hit 20 years of marriage and then once a year we went out to eat. You know what I mean? It's like you don't want to feel as though your life becomes a routine. I feel like you get to enjoy your spouse better the more you guys can go out and talk outside of, you know, church, outside of home, outside of kids. You know, I feel like that's pretty important. I'm hearing two things from you in that. And and that is one is frequency. Like, don't let it just be once a year. And then the other is novelty. Like do mm-hmm. stuff that's fun, like a kid again, and and don't let it become just routine, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Do new things together. We 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 recently went golfing. Man, um, that was I want to say two. <laughs> I've never golfed before. Two weekends ago, we rarely get to golf these days because you know we have to find somebody to watch Zion. But um, we went golfing, and it was this is the first time we both ever went golfing, and it was so much fun, and it just made me want to just you know, try to go out more yeah, and just do things yeah. together. We're definitely slacking right now. Mm-hmm. 
And I think it was so much easier uh, when we when we didn't have like a baby because we had we had regular date nights. Every Friday yeah. night was our night. We would go out and just do whatever. If it was just we went out to eat or mm-hmm. you know whatever, we would just go out and just enjoy each other's company. Now sometimes we didn't even go out. You know, yeah, just like buy pizza home. and just watch a movie <laughs> or just sit there. You know what I mean? Just talk. You know, so I don't think the date has to be. Oh, you went out to you, you know a specific place. Money to go on the date. Just a matter of you get out of the kitchen, unless mm-hmm. I mean you're doing a fancy dinner for your spouse. You know what I mean? Sure. And then you know just out of that regular you know ritual. Yeah. Just mm. break that cycle. You know, and I think it's pretty good. I think what you just said there, um, you just said it so quickly, but I think people get hung up there that we have to go and spend money. Yeah, yeah, like we have to go out and spend money in order to have a date or be have have a good time. Right. But really, what you're saying is it just takes intention. Mean that like we are going to connect mm-hmm. and and have fun and enjoy each other. It, but it's not the money aspect at all. Yeah, not at all. Like I remember one time coming home and and at the time, yeah, Safa is staying at home, so she she didn't have to go through a long day work and then come home and do anything but i remember coming home and safa bought some apple ciders in the fridge cooling you know Aww. she's in the apple cider is probably three dollars you know right, I mean? right. so it's not like she had to go out of her way to do anything expensive and we didn't have to tip anyone you know not because i'm being cheap but i'm just saying it's the fact that i know he loved he, apple cider so i would just you know buy i had apple a weird cider. addiction for a few months <laughs> <laughs> Well, you were being thoughtful, so it wasn't the money, right? It was just the intentionality behind it, and he felt yeah. special. You still remember it to this day? Yeah, I do. I, I don't. I don't bring it up often. I'm sorry, babe, but I, I do. I do appreciate it. I love it. <laughs> but it was the thoughtfulness behind. It was a gesture. Yeah. It was like I'm thinking about you, even though we're not together right now. Yeah, and I'm gonna make this special. And I think that's really what makes those date nights fun. Mm-hmm. It's like we're doing something. We're intentionally being present. Because I feel like you can go on a date, the normal date, like let's go out to eat and whip out your phone and, and be on a date but separate. It's like mm-hmm. two yeah. people on a romantic date by themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I think, I think that's a big problem. And I know sometimes we've gone out and without knowing it, we're Either one of us are on our phone, phone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then it's just like, we're just waiting on them to bring, bring our food, you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm checking ESV and Safa's finally catching up our text messages and it's just like, why did we even come then? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> we're like, we were yeah. hungry. <laughs> we're all guilty of that for we sure. A, we had a, like a, a home <laughs> date night and it was such a long time. I don't remember when it was and... And I was like, "Stop! You not play dominoes because I won dominoes at a Dave and Buster's." And she's like, "I never played." So I'm like, "All right, fine. I'm gonna show you, but don't just match numbers. You have to like pay attention to all that." <laughs> and then I'm like, "Okay, cool. I'm teaching her." And the next game, she beats me, and I'm just like, "It's not why I taught you." I beat you like three <laughs> games in a row. <laughs> I, they didn't even ask. They didn't ask you. Okay, oh, I'm great. talking. But it was a lot of fun. It really was. And even that, I mean, it's not like we paid. We didn't pay any money. We stayed home yeah. and played games. It was a game night but those are i think that's a great um date night idea quality time and i think that's the most important thing love that and another thing we do and we i mean we i I wouldn't necessarily say this a date but we could incorporate these in our days is once in a while the cards um from you guys Mm -hmm. shameless plug we don't (laughs) 
we just recorded a podcast. I absolutely love those. Either guys. yesterday or two days ago, and I let them know mainly for people heading towards marriage, so not just a you just started dating a week ago. But mm-hmm. I let them know to get those because I still tell Saba to this day, no, I don't want to go in the cars because I feel like I don't he know. Does, I'm trying he's to. He's not connect. emotional, <laughs> and he don't. Con- <laughs> he doesn't want to like. He doesn't want to get go there. But it's that's just like, me. But you need the cards because we have to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't need the cards, and I know I need the cards, but I'm like, ah. Oh, so we, I think we did them. Yeah, we just did some last night. <laughs> I love it. Right on. But does it spark those deep conversations for you? It, it does. Things we've never thought about asking. Yeah, each other. some mm-hmm. stuff is like, well, we didn't get one that really related to us till like the third or the fourth one in, and then sometimes the first one in we're talking about for 15 20 minutes and it's just like Mm. why are they having us emotional right now (laughs) i think i think the thing about marriage is sometimes you you're married i mean we haven't been married as long as you guys or you know but we're kind of newbies still but sometimes you get used to the surface level conversation you go through your day-to-day i mean everybody's had a long day and we got a baby now and it's like how was your day and you talk about things at work and you talk about things at school and that's it yeah and i'm emotional and i just i just want sometimes i just i think i'm like we need something more than that and so (laughs) those cards definitely help us pull out questions that you know we never even thought of asking that leads into other questions that leads into other questions and then gives me a deep a a, a deeper you know um better understanding of where tavaris's head is at Mm -hmm. and and you know what he's thinking and vice versa so yeah Awesome. I tried to get her to be emotional over ESPN, but it doesn't no. work. <laughs> it doesn't work out quite so well. Aww. That's so good. So a uh, question for you guys. You mentioned, um, you know, trying to find, you know, childcare for Zion and, you know, that challenge. What are some ideas for couples with children who are needing to find childcare? How have you guys solved that? Maybe just brainstorm out loud with us. <laughs> I mean... We're still navigating it, but thankfully it's been easier since moving um, back to Florida because we have a lot more friends than we had in Virginia. Okay. So I, um, I know it can depend on the type of church you're at, but mm-hmm. you know, there's some people at church that we feel comfortable. Like if he's only there for you know a couple hours, then hey, do you mind? Yeah. We'll just try to find a dinner in their city. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. by the time we get our food and come back, it's probably only been two hours. Zion is not going to be sleeping yet. Yeah. You know, so we just try to find people that, you know, I feel like some things I don't mind if someone were to watch them and some things, you know, you want to be able to go out and do something that's like several hours. Mm-hmm. Like when we have Safa's mom nearby, just like, well, you can come with us okay. and you just watch them. You know what I mean? So you don't feel like Zion is outdoors, you know what I mean? And running mm-hmm. around. He's having a good time over there. Which so. means you're not really doing anything, you know, so. Okay, that's that. an interesting idea. Having someone come with you to watch yeah. the kiddos. Yeah. They exactly. just won't be in the same vicinity, but as long as they're there or exactly. you let them know, hey, I'm buying your food. You know what uh-huh. I mean? So that yeah. way, they keep them keep them company in the whole time. That's uh-huh. cool. I think as you get older, of course, it would be a little bit That'd easier. Uh, especially with having people watching. We're first-time parents, so we're like, no. Yeah, I, I was very yeah. particular about who watches him. Sure. Um, and I think that's I another thing. I, I to, to me, sometimes <laughs> I'm like, okay, we can stay in and do a date night here because I'm just like, I don't want anybody, I don't want anybody watching him or I'm very pr- particular. Yeah. But I think as he gets older, um, that, that aspect of it will get a little bit easier. So, yeah. yeah. In a sense, it is a phase. But... Mm-hmm. But there always will be stuff, it seems like, because you guys are busy people. Mm-hmm. You're in ministry. Um, you're running a business. You're mm-hmm. in school. Like, so you guys have a lot of stuff. Um, and I know that you guys are aware of 
the dangers of not dating. What what do you see that like I know you see that as a threat. So but what would be those dangers of what what can happen to a marriage, I guess is what I'm saying, if if people stop dating? Um, I'd say and this is something that we just had to discuss recently. And that's why we had to dive back into your cards. And it's like, mm-hmm. we were talking and Safa was like, and it was like, I got upset because she threw it in <laughs> casually. Not because of what she said, but she just made it seem like it was no big deal. She was just like, yeah, but we don't connect emotionally, like period. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> no. I period. so mad. I got so, I got like, so upset. I was like, um, we don't connect. And she was like, that's not what I said. And I was like, you literally just said, period that means back you know so i'm looking like i thought we were going up you know what i mean nothing like and that's the reason why because it's been a couple weeks well probably a month no i think it's a couple weeks since you know getting the time to just unplug from everyone and just be together you know what i mean so while i'm thinking maybe from a male perspective and most males may be this way it's just like ah, things are good we're not arguing you know so we're good you know, when in reality, she's looking like, well, I need more, you know, because that's the typical conversations or just the typical, hey, I know you made dinner. I know you wash the dishes. That's so sweet of you. I appreciate it. But, you know, that doesn't mean she wouldn't want to be taken out. That's not love language. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that doesn't no. mean she wouldn't want to be taken out, you know. So I, I think that's the that's the biggest danger. And that's one that I'm realizing now because I thought, you know, everything was great. But emotionally, you can be unattached. You know, you guys can be doing great spiritually. Because it's not like we were struggling spiritually. You know, finances can start going well. Everything can go well. Business can go well. But emotional, you know, the emotional attachment can easily be broken. I mean, I feel like when emotional attachment is broken, that's when temptation starts. You know, that's when, you know, you start worrying. That's when you start getting aggravated. And something as simple as a sock on the ground can turn into World War Three. You know what I mean? So No, that's so... I love that you use the emotional attachment. Yeah. Because that's that's exactly what's happening when 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 that is strained, when you don't feel that that emotional security is there. Uh, you guys know, like the sock, right? Becomes World yeah. War Three. It's be- yeah. like it's like it's it's our emotional attachment is strained, and then we don't send clear signals back to the other person because we have to be vulnerable in order to do that, mm-hmm. right? And we're only vulnerable when we have that emotional connection. So I, I send very unclear signals back. And, okay. I, and I see this in counseling. And I'm sure you guys mm-hmm. see this working with couples that you know text you and stuff. Often those little things blow up because that's you know strained. That emotional connection is strained. Right. Definitely. Yeah. So, I mean back to the cards i mean he was extremely <laughs> upset about what i said extremely and i mean, I was confused we came home and he put zion to bed he said nothing to me and when he came out of the room he it was like it was like light it was like brighter tavares <laughs> and he came out and he had the cards your cards just in his hands ready to like so i'm like oh he, he got it <laughs> oh i love it wow. good for so, you, yeah, guys. Thank you guys for those cards. on our on our calendar right now well, it shows that the podcast was started at this time, but then right before it, I literally wrote in the calendar. I was being sarcastic, but I was also <laughs> being serious. I said emotional intimacy time. Oh, <laughs> I love it. You're gonna, we are not going to do a surface level. Co- I want you to know I'm trying. Oh, it's not I my comfort zone, but I am trying. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Oh, you go. I love it. I love how you're being <laughs> intentional. 
<laughs> well, we're going to uh, wrap up our conversation soon. Um, but before we close with our Dear Young Married Couple letter, we uh, wanted to ask you that are listening, if you're enjoying this podcast, please take 60 seconds or so and just leave us a love note and a star rating on iTunes. And if you can share with us why you love it or even how it's helping you, uh, that would mean a whole lot. We read every review and take it to heart. And because we're a new podcast, your reviews make a big difference in helping us reach more couples. Thanks so much, friends. So on to our Dear Young Married Couple letter. We want you guys to rewind to the first few years of your marriage and answer this question. What advice do you wish you would have received? And then fill in the blank with a sentence or two or a few. Dear Young Married Couple. Something popped in my head, so I think it's good to say. Uh, this crowd is mainly married, right? Okay. <laughs> Primarily. I don't want no single people rebuking me or saying I encourage anything. <laughs> um, I will say something I didn't know. I, I went in ignorantly. You know what I mean? Um, I will say be patient with the, with one another sexually. Because in my head, I just thought, man, the people on TV can do that. You know what I mean? And it was just, I went into it assuming self is supposed to be like this woman. I went into it assuming I'm supposed to act like this guy. You know what I mean? And I'm going into it thinking we should be something we're not instead of the way God created us. And God God put us together and we should be learning one another. I should be trying to figure out how to make her happy and not just trying to get my desires met. You know, so I feel like that is something that I struggled with for a while because in my head it was just a matter of, Man, this stuff is easy peasy, lemon squeezy. You know what I mean? It's just like, I don't, you know, but I realized it was just ignorance and it was just a matter of me not being patient because issues that I thought were something massive before I see, oh, no big deal. You know what I mean? After I stopped acting immaturely, you know, now things are amazing. You know what I mean? So I'd say to every young married couple listening, please be patient with one another. And yeah, I'm I'm just going to leave it there. Please be patient with another dear young married couple. <laughs> Love it. How about for you, so Safa? Um, I would I agree with Tavares one hundred percent. And I also say appreciate each other's differences. Mm-hmm. I say that because I remember when we first got married. I mean, you do things differently. You grow up differently. Um, I was one of two girls. Um, I am extremely sensitive. Um, I have no guys like it's just my dad and my mom and me and my sister. Tavares comes from one of four boys. <laughs> he is, has a, a household of um, warriors. <laughs> warriors, <laughs> not even the word. That, that's yeah. like vastly different worlds. Vastly different worlds, and trying right. to bring those worlds together and blend them, and not nitpick every little thing about each other that you might have. Um, you, I mean, you you learn from your environment. You are a product of your environment, and Tavares did things differently from how I did things. And that doesn't mean that my way is wrong or his way is wrong. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just different. So and good. that's okay. That's okay. It's not nitpicking every little thing about, you know, what each other what, what each other does is is it's it's a killer. It's a killer in there. It's not healthy. And so if I could say one thing to keep in mind is just to um, respect each other's differences. Dear married dear young married couple. So yeah. Love it. Love it good advice guys all right friends we really hope that you got a ton out of today's conversation and if you want help if you want personal guidance with individual counseling or couples counseling 
or even help with you as a couple reaching the goals you have, just reach out. Give us a call at 916-678-1797 or shoot us an email at hello at dearyoungmarriedcouple.com. No matter where you are in the world or in your marriage, we can set up a counseling session with you and we can work toward progress. We also post marriage advice regularly on our Instagram, which is at Dear Young Married Couple. And we'd love for you to join us in conversation there. All right. See you next week. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try.